Welcome, everyone, to Horror Cafe, where we're serving up a cup of horror one episode at a time. I'm Erica. And I'm Jackie. And we're continuing our found footage February. This is episode four, Paranormal Activity, part two. What are you drinking? What are we drinking? True. I did treat us today to Dunkin' Donut frozen coffee, and I got mine with an extra shot of espresso because I needed it. I needed to. I got the same thing, but of course, with a shot of vanilla. (laughs) Adventurous, I know. Yeah, super. So, plot? You, me? Oh no, you. You you have a flair for this shit. (laughs) When the Rays move into their new Southern California home, little do they realize that the house is already occupied. First of all, I didn't know their last name was the Rays. I didn't either. After coming home one day to find the house in disarray, but with no signs of forced entry or robbery, they install a video surveillance system to catch the... I thought it said predators. (laughs) Well. Perpetrators. Perpetrators. But nothing prepares them for what happens next. Dun, dun, dun. And actually, they did steal something. They stole Christy's bracelet or necklace. I think I have it written down when Mm. we get to it that... Her sister had given her. That Katie gave Yes. So there technically was something stolen, just, you know. And Chrissy is Katie's sister. Katie is... We're getting there. Okay. All right. All right. Fine. Wow. Let's let's go in order. All right. All right. Let's get in order. This is a good sequel. I think it's a pretty good sequel as far as sequels go. Mm -hmm. I was excited when the movie was announced because I I loved the first one. It was so good. So I was really hoping this one would be along the same lines. And um, I wasn't disappointed. It was good then. I still think it's good now. You know, no special effects. It still has that ominous, creepy vibe without too much in your face. Things implied and just... The slow burn mm-hmm. thing. Did we watch this in the theater? Yeah, we we saw we, did? we saw this in the theater. Okay, it's, cool. It's now in the last two years that we have basically abandoned. Streamed. Yeah, yeah. It's well, I mean the pandemic. I know that's why I'm saying. But yeah. yes, we did. We were anxiously awaiting part okay. two, and we did go see this. Okay. At our now defunct favorite movie theater. I know. I know. Um, I, too, thought it was great for a sequel. Um, It retained a lot of the elements of the first movie, which is what made the first movie great. So, yeah, I liked it. Do you remember when I was a teenager, and I think I did it for a little bit in my 20s, that I would keep the the ticket stubs? Yes. But then I stopped keeping them because, one, I mean, it's just a lot of stuff to keep, but they actually faded yeah. In the little card holder I had. But that was cool because then I would write who I went to the movie with or the concert. I remember you doing that. It was so fun. Yeah, it's a shame that those tickets, the ink does eventually just kind of evaporate. Maybe they don't now, but they did back then. I was just wondering if you remembered. Oh, I do remember. And I remember you writing who you went with and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, well. It's a shame. So they've all faded? Yeah, I ended up throwing everything out. Oh, no. Because it was just literally blank movie tickets. Oh, no. That's terrible. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, well. All right. Let's go on to movie facts. You ready? I'm ready. I didn't find too much, so we'll keep it short and sweet. Yep. Rotten Tomato score, critics gave it 58. Okay. Audience, 48. Mm. It's pretty 
low in all accounts. Mm -hmm. It was released on October 22nd of 2010. So this movie is 11 years old. Oh, wow. Crazy. Oh. I know. <laughs> wow. I know. I feel so old. <laughs> oh, well, my God. And no, by the time this airs, it'll be 12 years old. No, it's turning 11 now. We're film. We're filming. We're recording this in October. I, I am aware of that. But when this hits the air, it'll be into its 12th year. It'll be the beginning. Well, of Well, yeah. Right. So wow. anyway, the movie was filmed in three weeks. So pretty quick. On opening day, the movie was placed number one at the box office, making $20 million. Wow. And over the weekend, it totaled $41.5 million. Damn. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And I bet you it's because people really liked part one, mm -hmm. so they went in right. for more. A lot of the movie was improvised. There was no real script. I believe that was the same I was gonna say, thing was that, as the isn't first that what one. They did with the first one. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. And then the last thing I found, the baby is actually two babies, and we actually noticed it in the credits mm -hmm. that it was two kids, twins, twins or brothers playing Hunter. Yep. So there you go. And now we can go straight into movie observations. Movie observations. I can do the uh, characters if you want next. Okay, go for it. All right, so our characters. Christy, who is the mom and Katie's sister. Katie from the first movie, yep. from Paranormal Activity 1. Allie, who is Daniel's daughter and Katie's stepdaughter. I put stepmom. You know what I mean. Katie. Christy, Christy, sorry, Christy. I'm looking at all these K names. Anyway, Christy's stepdaughter. That's right. what I meant Christy's to put. Christy's stepdaughter. Yep. Um, Martine, who is their housekeeper or nanny. Mm -hmm. uh, Daniel, who is the husband, the dad. Yep. Abby, the dog, who's mm -hmm. a gorgeous German shepherd. Mm -hmm. And then there's Hunter, the baby. Hunter one, Hunter two. Yes. <laughs> uh, Mika does make an appearance again, who is the boyfriend, who is Katie's boyfriend from part one. That's I forgot right. to put that in there. Mm -hmm. And Allie has a boyfriend. We, I mean, I never caught the name. I didn't either. I don't remember. I guess we could have just looked it up. I suppose. But he's the boyfriend. Yeah. We'll call him the boyfriend. Yeah, the boyfriend. That works. All right, now we have our characters. Let's get into it. Yeah. So baby Hunter arrives at home from the hospital. The newborn and Aunt Katie comes to visit for the first time. And, you know, it's all cute and, oh, little baby and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, it fast forwards a year. Yeah, pretty much. It, without really telling you anything. Right. It just, because there's a comment saying, oh, I can't believe he's almost one or something like right. that. Right, and the kid looks big. He went from like infant yeah. to big, yeah. bigger. Mm -hmm. It's like, wait a minute, what what just happened there? But I guess they just wanted to do like, here he is, he's born, you know, this is normal life. Right. Before the insanity begins. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> what happens a year later is they walk, they get home. And the house is completely trashed. Yep. It, there's no sign of forced entry, no robbery, with the exception of... A necklace that Katie had made for Christy. Right. That's the only thing that was missing. And the mess that's in that house, it looks like a whirlwind went through there. Yeah, not a robbery. I mean, I, I, I guess that's... I'm not... To be honest, I don't know what a robbery looks like but it just I'll... looked so like what i'm saying like it was just a wind yeah that went by so so i think that when you have a robbery it's 
a different type of mess. Mm-hmm. Like drawers are pulled out. Everything's taken out of the drawers. And it didn't seem like that. It just looked, you had a good word for it, like a whirlwind went through the house. A tornado went through and just threw yeah. everything around mm-hmm. with no rhyme or reason. You couldn't see a pattern like somebody looking through the stuff in the kitchen and the drawers in the room. It just didn't look like that. Yeah. It just looked off. Right. Like something didn't make sense right. about that robbery. So, of course, you know, oh, I just remembered something. I, I put a note here. The only room that wasn't trashed was, was baby, the nursery. Yeah, baby Hunter's room, the nursery. That's true. So that was a little weird, like, what kind yeah. of thing going on? Oh, I did on. write that note, too. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, after this, they decide to have... Security cameras Cameras installed. installed throughout the house. And the next thing you see is, um, what's the dad's name? Daniel? Daniel. With mm-hmm. the installers, and, you know, they're putting stuff all over the place. What's already different about this movie versus the first one is that the first one only had the one camera. Right. In the bedroom. Right. Now we have multiple views. Mm -hmm. So we're opening the door to this different kind of found footage where we're seeing it from a different point of view, not just um, somebody behind the camera. Right. Now it's... Yeah. Yeah. And I counted, like, there was one outside that looked at the pool in the backyard, Mm -hmm. one that gave a view of the kitchen from two angles, from, like, the family room Mm -hmm. and in the kitchen, right? the baby's room, and I don't... Oh, the the main entry hall. Right. That's facing the door. Right. I don't think there's any other one upstairs. That's it. It's only the nursery. It's only the nursery. No other bedroom. Those are all your different camera angles that come out in this movie. Oh, and then there is a camcorder that the dad and the the daughter use. Oh, that's right. They use it right, throughout right. the movie. Right. All right, so we start with night one, and the only thing that happens is the pool light goes out. That's right. That was just like, boop, lights out. Right. Mm-hmm. The next day, the dog, Abby, she's so cute. She is cute. Is scratching at the basement door. Mm-hmm. So that already has you like, hmm. You know, that whole thing that animals have this extra sense, especially with you know, the spirits and the all of that. Right. So something's up already. And and in the interim, Katie babysits Hunter mm-hmm. on night two, on the second night. Mm-hmm. And this is where we see Mika and the next day. And it literally has this little caption that says, Mika, 60 days before he dies. Oh, yeah. I was like, what? Hold on, we have to back up. That So that's night two, right? right? Technically and, the, the next day. Mm-hmm. But before that, um, they show Martine, who is the housekeeper, mm-hmm. um, praying. Yes. That the house, you know, to rid the house of bad spirits. Yeah, you can see her, like... Mumbling. Mumbling, and... and I, it, was she, like, she was... Not yet. Not yet. Not okay. yet. Not okay. Yet. So Katie and and Christy are talking, and they're talking about their past. They mention feeling something in the house that they would feel when they were kids at their house. That's right. They do have that quick conversation. But it, I get this feeling that, like, Christy's not comfortable with talking about Katie. it. Katie. Is it Kate? Because Christy brings it up. Yes. A sorry. Few, I, like, brings uh, it up. I know the K's are confusing. Katie, Christy, <laughs> Because Christy brings it up, and she brings it up again later, or Allie brings right. it, somebody brings it up again, and Katie just brushes it off, mm-hmm. which is always, like, 
Why? Why are you brushing it off? Was it that bad of an experience? Were you involved? Were you hiding something? <laughs> right, because it's just this quick, like, all right, let's let's not think about it. We don't give it attention. Yeah, kind of thing, which she brings up later. But that's basically the the mm-hmm. gist of it. Yeah. Night three, they just focus in that it's three eighteen a.m. and Hunter is up, and it looks like he's baby talking to someone. Yeah, like he is looking at someone off to the side of the crib. Yeah. And it's like he's an engage he's engaged in baby babble conversation. And that's it for that night. But it doesn't look like it's just at nothing. Right. It looks like the baby is talking to something. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not like yeah. he's like looking at it the curtain and pointing at it or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like little kids wake up and stuff, but like he's engaged with whatever he's looking yeah. at, which is off camera so we cannot see it. The one thing about this movie that's different from the first one, I feel like anyway, I feel like the action starts quicker. Yes. And the nights are quicker, mm-hmm. meaning it's night one, two, three, four, five. Like, it's yeah. just quicker. And I, I, I mean, I like it. I think it's fine. It's just like this bam, bam. Sometimes they'll show it like a quick clip of something during the day and then it's just the nighttime again. They're just right. getting to the... Well, they're seeing them live their life and then these weird little things, anomalies happening that maybe they're not even picking up on. Like the whole, the light go out in the pool every night. Right. Why? Right. Which we then later find out. And your dad actually is the one who, because I hadn't even put two and two together. Right. So. So it's night, what is it now? now? Night five. Yeah. So it's Martine. Looks like she's, I guess, babysitting Mm -hmm. and everybody's out at the moment with the baby. She's babysitting the baby and she hears a loud bang and she picks up the baby and starts doing... Now she starts doing the sage. Mm -hmm. She's freaking out. She knows something is up. She kind of had a conversation with Allie about it because Allie asked her, like, why why are you praying? What's the matter? Mm -hmm. And Martine was telling her, I'm trying to get rid of bad spirits. Right. And bring good ones in or something like that. Of course, the family walks in and is like, I mean, to their defense, she's doing the sage like right next to the kid. It's not going to kill him. I know, but, it, you know, it's still smoke around the kid. She could have put him down, I guess. But the point is they flip out because she's doing that and they fire her. Yeah, they don't want to listen to her. They more like Daniel because he well, seems yeah. to be adamant about anything that is even remotely... Spooky. He pokes fun at everything. Yeah, he does. He doesn't take anything. I mean, to me, he's an asshole. The whole movie, pretty much. So Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah. So they fire Martine. The next day, like during the day, Christy is filming Hunter in in the nursery. And he's just staring off. But it's the same kind of staring off from that other night. It just looks like he's focused. On something. On something. Mm -hmm. Not just aimlessly looking around, but he's focused on something. Yeah. Now, it's night eight. Right. 2.43 a.m. Hunter is crying again. And now the little chandelier that's in his room starts to swing. Just swing. And then the door opens further up. Because I think it... I don't remember Christy, that it So, Christy comes to, to comfort him. And as she's in there... That's right. The door moves. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you hear a thump on the window mm-hmm. in the nursery. Yep. And what we find out is the next day, a bird crashed into to the window. Mm-hmm. That's not a coincidence. No. 
And the dad is out there making fun. Let's barbecue the bird, blah, blah, blah. He's just, you know. He's an asshole. And I think at this point, Christy's already starting to think that something's going on. Yeah. She feels it. She's mentioned it to him a couple of times, but he always makes fun of it. Mm-hmm. Well, and he, like I said, she mentioned it to, to Katie. Mm-hmm. And even she brushed it off. Yeah. But she's got a different reason for brushing it off. Yeah. Then Katie is suspicious even in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, now it's night 10. See what I mean? Like, it's just go, right. go, go, go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now a pan falls. They In the kitchen, they have this um, rack mm-hmm. that holds the pots over their little island. And right. one of them falls. Just randomly falls. And Christy goes to investigate it. Because, I mean, it's a loud noise, and why would that fall? If it's really hooked in there, Mm -hmm. there's really no reason for that to fall. But that was also Daniel thing. Oh, it wasn't hooked on right. I know. She puts it back up, and the minute, you know, a little bit later, it falls again, and she just runs straight. (laughs) She runs out of there like a bat out of hell. (laughs) It's the next day, and this is when, you know, she tells Daniel. Daniel's like, oh, maybe you just hooked it on wrong. And she's like, no, you know... Allie and Daniel are having a conversation in his office, and they're kind of, like, poking fun at it together, mm-hmm. kind of. And then Allie says something I I thought it was so stupid. She's like, oh, I hope it's haunted. Yes. The only thing that I can see why she would say that, I guess her mom passed away because mm-hmm. she says maybe it's mom. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. So initially I was like, why would you hope your home is haunted? But then, all right, that I gave her that mm-hmm. little grace period. <laughs> And also that next day after the pot falling, mm-hmm. Mika and Katie come over for some pool time with everybody. Mm-hmm. And a conversation starts up and they go straight. It, there's this whole thing about straight to ghost. Oh, my God. And I had been wondering where I had heard that line for a while. Because right. I'm like, where did I hear the the spouse of someone saying, oh, it's always straight to ghost. Just because a pot fell, it's straight to ghost. Right. That's basically what he's telling mm-hmm. Mika is like, oh, straight to ghost. Straight to ghost, yeah. And they, that's and that's mm-hmm. when afterwards the whole pool com- cleaner, the pool cleaner, com- pool vac cleaner conversation, goodness, mm-hmm. comes back. And they can't figure out why every morning the vac is outside the pool. Mm-hmm. When at night, when they go to bed, it's inside the pool. Right. And then Allie and Daniel go to check the video. The and it footage, shows the vacuum coming out. Just pops out of the water and bam. And we we used to have, not like that one, but we've had vacuums in the pool. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always like that little lip. Mm-hmm. So there's no way it's going to come up. Not that way, no. Not that way. And so. that was not a super modern pool where maybe the sides are flat it had i think it It had had a a bit of the lip on it right so so that's not one of those waterfall pools that they have now or whatever they're called infinity yeah there you go infinity pools so but at the same time as when they when they were having the pool scene and it was you know the adults hanging out um they bring up the past thing again and katie's just like yeah we we've had experiences and Mm -hmm. we don't you know she kind of brushed it off again Mm -hmm. but uh but she kind of hints like you know take it seriously but just doesn't want to talk about it right kind of thing it's like she wants to brush it under the The table or under the table Mm -hmm. okay now it's night 12 but not like three o'clock in the morning night it's the beginning of the night like Mm -hmm. early enough that people are still up well they're i mean the parents are getting ready they're going to go out. 
for a date night. They're going out to a date night and they're entrusting Allie to babysit Hunter. Mm-hmm. And it just, it seemed like Christy wasn't very comfortable with this, but mm-hmm. she agreed. Um, they have a shot of um, the nursery at first. Hunter, again, was in, engaged in that weird conversation it's having with mm-hmm. something. And if the dog is freaked out, and then we hear that rumbling sound because mm-hmm. we know something is there. Yeah. So I the, think, is that the first time we hear the rumble? I think that's I think the first so. time in the movie that we hear the, the rumbling. Rumble. Yeah. I so. think so. So the parents go out. Eventually, Allie has her boyfriend come over. He comes in through the back, and they decide to play with the Ouija board, <laughs> of course. So at first, they're messing around, and he's messing with her, blah, blah, blah. But then... They're not, you know, they they go back to playing, and this time it starts spelling H, U, and and then they stop playing because they start giggling. But the boyfriend was saying it's really not me this time. Like he right. was serious this time versus mm-hmm. the first time where he's like, it's not me, ha ha. Yeah, exactly. But this time you can tell that he was like, no, 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 it's not me. Right. But Ali didn't buy it, and they didn't finish playing. They just right. kind of clearly left it was it. starting to spell Hunter. Hunter. But they didn't put two and two together. They stopped playing. And, you know, I guess eventually he left and Allie fell asleep on the sofa. And this part is really creepy to me. It is. Go for it. So she's asleep. She's all tucked in, you know, Mm -hmm. with a little blankie and everything on the sofa. Yep. And all of a sudden, very slowly, you see this shadow. With a rumble. (laughs) With a rumble. Yep. Just hover over her. And Mm -hmm. it's kind of curved over her. It's just, it's, it's very, it's not a slow scene or anything. It's just that moment mm-hmm. where you're like, oh shit. And there's no de- definition of the creature. Mm-hmm. It's just, it literally is like a slim shadow that just goes over her. Right. And she, it wakes her up. Yeah. All of a sudden. And then the rumbling just stops and the TV comes back on mm-hmm. because the TV went out. Like you could tell something was in the air. Yeah. But when she woke up, it just went back right. to normal. And then she goes to check on, I guess, the baby. And that's when she sees that the front door is open. Yep. She closes it. She go. I think she goes up the stairs, if I remember correctly. No. no? She goes outside. And then the door slams right behind her because she, he- she hears something. So now she's stuck outside. Mm-hmm. And freaking out. She tries to even go in through the back door, but that's locked. So now she's freaking out because, well... She promised she was going to babysit. And that she was reliable and responsible. And now she is technically irresponsible, even though it's not her fault. Right. It's not her fault. Because now the baby is alone. Alone in the house with the dog. Now the baby gets moved across the crib by something. Mm -hmm. And the baby is free. But prior to that, we hear heavy footsteps. Mm, oh, the heavy the footsteps. The heavy footsteps, which are very prominent in Paranormal Activity 1. Yep. We would hear them climbing the steps at night. Yeah. And it's the same. It's the same heaviness. Everything yeah. to, to the steps. So you're like, oh, shit. So the baby is free of the crib and walks around, goes downstairs, goes in front of the basement door, mm-hmm. but doesn't go in. Right. Which I was like, all right, well, at least. Thank God he didn't. <laughs> and and there's then a he toy. goes back up. There's a toy that just starts playing music randomly. Oh, yeah. Remember, which is all in and of itself creepy. It is. And and then this kid <laughs> just goes upstairs. Yep. On his own. He's just, you know, mm-hmm. he's little. He's like a year old. Right. So it's just all by himself. And then the parents 
come home. Of course, they all flip out because Allie, you know, comes from outside and they're like, what were you doing? I can't believe it. And then Mm -hmm. she starts trying to explain it. And of course, nobody wants to hear it or believe her. Right. Of course, Allie reviews the video to show her dad. And Mm -hmm. he still doesn't think it was weird. He thinks it's the wind. What wind? There's always wind in that house. Apparently, it's very common. Everything (laughs) is the wind with this guy. Like, can yeah, you that's be what, any more in denial? But I guess straight to ghost. Straight is what to ghost. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now it's night 17. Now Allie hears noises. And now now is when the toy makes noise. There's like a little train mm-hmm. that makes noise twice. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because in any other context, that toy is not creepy. It's right. just a little like toy train or something. But in this? But in this context, it just seems so creepy. Plus, you're looking at it, I think, through the camera, Yeah. if I remember. So that adds that little bit of that bluish, tinty color to mm-hmm. it that adds to the ominence of it. <laughs> and that's when Katie, that that evening, I guess, Katie and Chris... I think Chris, it's, the, it's the next day. Is it the next day? Mm-hmm. They, they're talking about the, the past. past. Again. Again. Yep. But then Katie says something to Christy that I thought was interesting. She says... I don't want you ending up like mom. Right. She does say that, which I don't remember what that meant. Um, We'd have to watch part three. Yeah, we'd have to go to part three. But obviously, to me, that implies some kind of mental illness, maybe. Or a breakdown or something, something happened. Mm-hmm. And she, the, Katie says the same thing, s- says the same thing to her again. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Leave it yeah. alone. And and here it comes. Christy is alone in the house. She's in the kitchen. And we get this. It wasn't as impactful to me this time. Really? I don't know why. Hmm. It's, it's that big shock scene where all the cabinets just explode open in the kitchen while she's just sitting there. Hmm. And I was like this, like waiting and waiting and anxious because it's going to be so loud and so, ah. And when, when it happened, I was like, oh, okay. I don't know. I wasn't impacted by it. Were you? We'll talk about it in a little bit. Ooh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Allie is starting to figure things out. She's looking into... Now she's really interested in this haunting. Mm -hmm. And somehow, I don't know why she thinks this has to do with her stepmom, but she realizes and finds all this stuff out online, uh, crazy what you can find out, that her stepmom's lineage with katie hasn't had a male right born into their lineage since the 1930s mm-hmm. and it's something she was reading up about like sacrifices and Hauntings a male and demons and stuff like that right and a male like heir i guess or firstborn male things like that like she's but looking into all of this she also tells her i think her boyfriend her at boyfriend. one point mm-hmm. that That family, the Katie and Christie family, had came into money. Hmm. So she said that maybe they made a deal to have money to be wealthy. Right, right. But that the sacrifice would be the first male heir. And Hunter is is the firstborn. Right. Boy. Boy. Since the 1930s or whenever the sacrifice was made. The supposed sacrifice was made. Right. Now, how she concocted this and put two and two together, 
I don't know. I don't know what hinted at this, or maybe I missed a detail that I'm like, where did she get all this information from? Well, maybe the fact that they come from money or were wealthy. I don't don't know. know. Now I don't remember that detail, but very interesting. Mm -hmm. Find out what happens on night 19 after this quick break. Okay, it's night... 19. 19. It's really hard to say. (laughs) Go for it. All right. So we see that the basement door opens and then you start hearing rumbling. Mm -hmm. Abby, the dog, comes down to investigate and off camera, you see her kind of growling, barking-ish. Yeah. And you just see the her back hind quarter, and all of a sudden you just hear her yelp. Yeah. Like she was hurt. Mm. And everybody comes running down to see what's going on. And Allie and Daniel, da- Daniel, <laughs> Daniel, okay, <laughs> and Daniel go and take her to the vet. Yep. In the meantime, Christy gets dragged. Is it Christy? Yes, Christy. Yes, Christy. These names. I know. Gets dragged into the basement. Yep. And that's all you see. And then all of a sudden, a little while later, you see her let out of the basement. But But walking. But yes, but she's kind of like catatonic. She has that Katie vibe. When Katie was possessed in the middle of the night, when she was standing, Mm -hmm. or even at the end of part one. Like she's zoned out completely. Yeah. Possessed. Mm Mm-hmm. Taken over. Right. So it's the next day, and Allie stays home with Christy, and she starts to investigate. She notices on the basement door that there are scratches on it. Yeah. Not like dog scratches on the outside, but on the inside. Like, they almost look like something was trying to be Like spelled. a human. Yeah. Right. Then she goes back up to check on Christy, on Christy, and she notices that she has a bite on her leg, on her upper thigh. Well, okay, hold on. The dad had to go so- to some important meeting, mm-hmm. and he tells Allie, Christy is sick. Yeah. And... Allie is like, I don't want to be here alone. And he said, well, I have to do this. Call me if anything. And that's why she's home alone with Christy. Mm -hmm. And when she goes to see Christy, um, she's sitting on the glider in the nursery, Mm -hmm. just like spaced out creepily. And then that's when you see this bite mark. big bite. Which Katie also had. Right. So this is, I think... She did. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is what basically makes the demon possess the person Mm -hmm. is the bite. The bite. Oh, like a zombie, but not. Right. Or a vampire, but not. Okay. Daniel does come home after Christy. uh, Christy. Well, because Christy then, you know, like snaps at Allie saying, don't touch Don't touch Hunter. Right. Leave him alone. And she like, she's acting very strange very and Allie weird. calls the dad like crying saying you gotta you come need home, to come home and all that stuff yeah but that's when she convinces him to go watch the video yes of her being dragged how do you explain this one now because that's uh, clearly that's the wind too right the wind pulls you there was a mini tornado in and, the house right and it pulling took her it, yeah and took her to, and and <laughs> and then what happens he decides to call who Martine Martine who then tells him that it needs to be transferred to Katie. Whatever it is. Well, it needs to be transferred uh-huh. to, to someone. I don't think to she someone. said Katie. but they Yes, they, she did, because then the, she has the photo, remember? They have the photo. Right. 
I don't think Martine said, she just said transferred. I don't know why they decided on Katie. Because she didn't have kids? Is that it? Maybe. Or because cause it had to be a, did it have to be a relative? Maybe. That's Maybe. why. I don't know. I don't know either. But the point is, that's what the instruction was, is to transfer her. But Christy is in this catatonic state, like you said, and she's sitting in the bed, just staring off into nothing. And Daniel is trying to get close to her. And now she, Christy attacks Daniel. The lights go out. Mm -hmm. She runs into, Christy runs into the basement. And Hunter is also in the basement. Yeah, and now we're take, in the basement. Because she takes the baby with her. Right. And now we're all in the basement. Yeah, it's all hell has broken loose here. It, she's gone nutters, as I put here. Yeah. <laughs> so Daniel goes into the basement to look for Hunter and Christy. He's able to take a cross, put it on Christy to make the transfer. Mm-hmm. Because when he does it, all this rumbling, like literal rumbling, because mm -hmm. you see Hunter's little feet, feet and you see like whatever, you know, any dirt that's on the floor, like rumbling mm -hmm. up. Kind of like. vibration. Right. He's kind of like exercising the right. demon out. Then the lights come back on and everything's seemingly back to normal. Seemingly. Seemingly. They show them burning the picture of Katie as a child. Right. Like the edges. Which is the photo that's found in the attic in Paranormal Activity 1 that Mika finds up in the attic. And the cross that he uses on Christy is the cross that Katie is grasping oh, yes. for dear life at the end of part one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that means he went over there. And gave her that cross. And planted it. Mm-hmm. At the house. Yeah. So he transferred that over to them, right. but not well, a good plan ever. No, no. It's three weeks later now. I guess everything has been normal. Mm -hmm. Everything's back to normal, like I said. We get a message on the on the screen, Mika died on October 8th. Right. Then it goes to October 9th. The day after. The day after. Or the night after. Right. You want to go from here? Yeah. Go for it. So we see Katie in her... Katie's stance. She has a specific stance. The mm -hmm. way she stands in Paranormal 1. Mm -hmm. And she's in that same pose. And she's in the same clothes. She's in the same clothes from the end. She's covered in blood. Right. And she's just standing there staring mm -hmm. into the family room. Mm -hmm. And um, Daniel is in there. Yep. And all of a sudden she comes up behind him. and Really just, fast. Really fast, yes. And snaps his neck. Yep. Just like like that. No time to think. She goes up and she slams her sister into the wall and takes Hunter. It sounds like she exploded. Yeah. Right? Like she just pushed her and then it just like exploded yeah, or something. Yeah, it was pretty violent. It's it was violent. just like boof. And like, you don't, don't see anything either. You don't see anything, but... But I, it's implied. It, it, she's dead. Yeah. It is. She's definitely dead. Yep. And Allie was away. Mm -hmm. That's why nothing happened to her. And thank God the dog was probably still at the vet. I guess so, because the there. dog wasn't there. She goes off and she takes Hunter. Yep. And then we find out that Allie finds um, Daniel and Christy dead on October 12th. So they've been dead, what, three days? Three days. And Katie hasn't been found. And Katie is lost. And that is the end of the movie. So more mystery. 
it leaves obviously the door open for the many sequels that this movie creates. Mm-hmm. I thought it was even if the movie just end or the series just ended here, I'd be happy with it. Yeah, me too. I probably would have preferred it just ending there because obviously this is or maybe actually not because the third one does answer things about the sisters right. and the whole li- lineage thing. Mm-hmm. I know it does answer a lot of that, so maybe it should have just ended there. Right. Um, and not continue, continued with right. the other ones, which I don't even know if I saw them. I just don't I remember. I think I've seen all of them. And there's a new one coming out this month, if it already hasn't. It's October, disclaimer, uh-huh. on Paramount+. Plus. Oh, it is? Yeah. A new one? Mm-hmm. Oh, so interesting. We have that subscription, so we'll have to okay. watch it. Um, but the, I never did get to see the Tokyo one. We couldn't find it. Yeah. So, so hopefully we it'll come back maybe. somewhere and we'll get to see it. But I would have been happy with it because it's ending right here. And yeah, because it, it leaves do. a cool mystery. Mm-hmm. It leaves it like okay, this demon is obviously looking for the child. Right. And it's not going to let anything stand in its way, even if they, the Ray family, transferred it over to Katie and Mika, it still came back. Right. Because it had an objective. Exactly. Because Christy was already on the objective of getting the kid. Mm-hmm. But obviously they transferred it and it's still right. Like you said, it came still back. still came back to them. It still came back. And that's paranormal activity too. All right. Sound and movie. So just like... Blair Witch, just like The Last Paranormal, and what I've always said, all found footage, they don't have music, but they really do all have some rumble or some static mm-hmm. noise that lets you know this thing is here. And this one's quite definitive to, yeah. to this... Um, paranormal? To this... Par- to this um, what do you call that? Franchise. Franchise, yes. Yes, franchise. Yes, I agree. To the paranormal franchise. I think it just, it's throughout most of the movies um, from what I've seen in like some of the videos that I watched before. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's there and it's a distinct one just for them. So that was the only thing I found too. Me too. Yeah. What about scene? What's your favorite scene? Your best scene? My best scene is the one that you no longer (laughs) find interesting. The kitchen? The ki- the cabinet flying open. And the reason it still gets to me is that it's so unnerving. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine just sitting in your kitchen right now? No. And all the cabinets just opening on you? No. And I think that answered, actually, the break-in question. Mm-hmm. Right. Th- like that, and that should have triggered her too, like, oh. Maybe it did. Maybe. Maybe at that moment she saw it and maybe it tickled in the back. Mm -hmm. But that's why I like that scene. It's almost, I'm not going to say mundane because cabinets just don't fly open. But on a scale of terrifying, it's the least terrifying thing. But yet it is. Because it's just so, boom, there it is. It's kind of like it's announcing Hey, hey, I'm here. I am real. It's yeah. not just in your head or your husband thinking you're crazy. Or your sister, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Okay. All right. I can see that. Yeah. How about you? My favorite is um, when they're playing with the Ouija board. Mm-hmm. Because if they would have just paid attention, they would have realized that it was spelling Hunter. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they could have prevented the problem because clearly they can't prevent this because of the transferring and either way it's going to get what it wants. Mm-hmm. But maybe they would have been more alert like, okay, something like, why would it say that? And it would mm. trigger something and it's just creepy. 
is just freaky how it's saying what it wants. Mm-hmm. It is answering you. But you they're just, not seeing it. They're not seeing it because they were fooling around. Well. And missed it. Yeah. Because they weren't really taking it serious. Right. And in the first one, you know, the Ouija board was there too. And we still don't know to this day what it said. Mm-hmm. I know. What I if always... it said Hunter too? Yeah, maybe. Because this was all happening at the same time. Yeah. At, yeah. at some point, the storylines intertwined. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. hmm. Yeah. What about your best character? I actually liked Allie. Okay. I had her. I put the dog. <laughs> yes, I see that. I the love dog. Abby. She was beautiful. Well, because she was protective of Hunter. Of everyone, I think. Well, but yeah, yes, but mostly of Hunter. Abby slept in Hunter's room every night. Right. Every night. So I like And it reminded that. me of when we had our dog, Tina. Tina. And mm-hmm. she would sleep in your room at the foot of your bed every Just like single that. night. Right. I did initially choose Allie, too, but then I was like, I really don't like anybody. <laughs> I liked thing. her. I thought she was good because she was, compared to all the other adults. Yeah. She was being receptive. Aware. aware. <laughs> and she wasn't like, like Daniel was Martina. Oh, no. Bleh. You know, none of that. She was at least willing to listen. True. To be receptive to another point of view. And maybe if they had listened at that point, instead of being so, you you know. Closed her off. Yeah. Yeah. Closed-minded, maybe something could have been prevented or some, I don't know. But you never know. Yeah. So that's why I liked her. Okay. Fair enough. What about best unlikable character? For me, the Mm -hmm. evil itself. But then you don't have a movie. What do you mean? Because it's unlikable but likable at the same time. It is. It's unlikable and yet (laughs) it's. It is the movie. I know. So, yeah, it's kind of like when you say the house or this or same thing. That evil, whatever that demon evil is, is the best unlikable character because it just destroys two families. Not one. It's a two for one deal or, or one for <laughs> Buy two one, deal get one free. Yeah, bogo. Exactly. A bogo deal here. What about you? I put Daniel. I thought he was horrible. I was going to put him too at one point, but I'm like, eh. The best unlikable character here is the, is the evil itself. Because, damn, did but away it's a with good, them all. But it's a good villain at the same time. It is. It is so, a good villain. There you go. All right. So, here's our new part. Mm-hmm. What character would you be? And instead of me saying who I would be, I try to guess or say who I think Erica would be. And she does the same for me. So, for me, I put you as Christy, the mom. Ew. Why? I don't even like her. I was I was even going to comment with the unlikable. I'm like, she's kind of unlikable, too. Because of her behavior. Mm-hmm. Like, she knew something was wrong. Mm-hmm. And we were just a little, about an hour ago when we were getting ready, you said you have certain gut reactions to things. Mm-hmm. Not to get into all the details, but she had a gut reaction to things. And she kept saying it, like, you will do that sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it reminded me of you in that sense. Fine. So there. For me, I said you would be Martine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would definitely be me. Because you would be the one saging and knowing there's a bad spirit or just you would be that person. Throwing holy water all over the place. You (laughs) bet I would. Anything to get any of the bad juju out. That would definitely be me. Yep. All right, cool. I love this category, though. It's so fun. (laughs) I know, me too. Does it hold up? I put yes. And I did too. It still does. I still enjoyed it, yeah. 
And I think it ages well. Um, I think we said it too with paranormal or even with most of found footage, since mm-hmm. it doesn't have special effects, mm-hmm. it it doesn't age wrong. Right. Because you're just I mean, I guess what would age bad is if you're not scared anymore, mm-hmm. but that's why you watch them many years apart. <laughs> it still had that creepy factor. Yep. So I, I thought it, it it still holds up, at least for me. Me too. All right, the rules. All righty, seven rules. I'll start off. All right. Number one, don't say hello or who's there. Rule number two, turn on the lights. Rule number three, don't split up. Rule number four, don't go upstairs in the basement or attic. Rule number five, why are you going in there if it says don't enter, no trespassing, danger, or hey, a sign that says there's a ghost in here. (laughs) Or just looks creepy. Yeah. Rule number six, make sure the bad guy is dead. And rule number seven, no Ouija board. What I have is obviously Allie and the boyfriend playing with the Ouija board. Mm-hmm. And everybody goes into the basement. Yep. Daniel, Hunter, the dog, Abby, and Christy. Yeah. Allie is the only one that never went in there. That's true. See? You would never go into the basement. Oh, hell no. So- I don't think I would want a house with a basement. <laughs> <laughs> it would have to be one of those like super duper finished basement so i feel like okay at least it's another room (laughs) and not a basement you know do you have anything else to add no i think you we those are it all right those were the rules broken in paranormal activity two scream award this is the number of times that erica screams during a horror movie i put one out of five and i think that's being generous i don't know if i did jump i don't have anything because I don't remember you jumping. Yeah. At all. Yeah. That's okay. That doesn't mean anything. Oh, and it doesn't, but sometimes it does. <laughs> oh, it's so fun when I do. <laughs> <laughs> we rented this movie on Amazon. You can also rent it on YouTube, Redbox, and Vudu. And if you ever find yourself going from streaming service to streaming service to find out where you can watch a specific movie that you're just dying to see that night, <laughs> check out the app Just Watch. It is free, and it works really well. This is not a paid or sponsor, sponsored promotion, but hey, guys, if you want to sponsor, be our guest. But we just wanted to share it because we use it, and it's great. Thank you for joining us today at Horror Cafe. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook with our handle at Horror Cafe Podcast. And we also have a website, horrorcafepodcast.com. Please comment, like, subscribe, send us emails. We'd love to hear from you. We love feedback and fan mail. I get really excited when I get an email from our followers. And please send us emails because we really read them and we do reply. And please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That'll really help us out. You can leave the star review. And if you can leave a comment, that would be great too. Absolutely. We really appreciate it. And until next time... Stay spooky. Bye, everyone. Bye.